Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks. A podcast that wonders why they call it an awards race when nobody does any cardio. It's Sif Pop. Welcome to Sif Pop Weekly, streaming live most Fridays or available to download in your podcast feed, unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get those perks. I'm your host, Aaron Dicer, and each week we'll chat about movies, TV, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And when I say our minds, I mean my mind. Uh, welcome to a Sift Swift. Here's basically what has happened the last couple of weeks. It is award season. This is a weird time of year for me. Uh, because there is not only a lot of movies to watch. Uh, when I made my list, I had over a hundred movies to watch in this final two month push. Uh, I am down to about 30 or so to go. And I think I'm going to get there in the next couple of weeks and see everything that I need to see. So there's that added with the fact that I'm also doing some trips, whether it be with Netflix or Amazon or just wanting us to come see movies. Uh, They're really fun trips. I'm not going to say no uh, to going and hanging out with, uh, you know, Bradley Cooper and and talking about Maestro. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, So I've been doing those as well. So those have taken me out of the studio. Then you've got Thanksgiving. You've got the holiday stuff. So basically, by the way, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving or have plenty to be thankful or can find something to be thankful for in your life. But I thought uh, because there were going to be three weeks in a row where travel slash holiday slash whatever would impact our ability to get a show to you, I thought I'd just hop on and do a little bit of a sift swift so that the feed isn't uh, dark, empty crickets for uh, three weeks in a row. So here's a little Thanksgiving weekend uh, sift swift. And what I've decided to do here is just kind of do a state of the race. Just kind of talk about what's going on, where I'm at. I don't know how long this will go. I mean, it is a sift swift, so it'll probably be pretty quick. Um, I just kind of want to talk through kind of where we stand in case you're wondering, Hey, what are the awards contenders this year? What, you know, do we think is going to win all those kind of things? Uh, I thought, you know, I could kind of go through them. So obviously I'll only be talking about the ones I have seen. Here are some I haven't seen yet. Poor things, uh, the zone of interest, the color purple, Napoleon and Ferrari. Those are probably the biggest ones on the awards, you know, radar that I haven't seen. There's also movies like all of us strangers. I haven't gotten out to see Priscilla yet. The iron claw Freud's last uh, session. And then everything below that, that I'm going to try to find time to watch probably doesn't have too much of a chance. Things like Wonka, Leave the World Behind, um, La Camera, Origin, The Taste of Things, Society of the Snow. These are all kind of uh, down the list a little bit. Uh, So as far as awards are concerned, I've seen a lot of what I need to see. And what I will do is I put together a list. By the way, if you follow me on Letterboxd, duh. 
letterboxed, uh, you can see this list. Uh, I put it up there every year of awards contenders. Now, this list is made in early October. So a lot of this has changed since then, but I do not update the list. And basically all this list is, is at the end of October, it is a snapshot of what the major awards publications think has a chance to win best picture. I do a scoring average between the three major outlets, uh, Awards Watch, Gold Derby, and Variety are the three that I choose. If there's one I'm missing, please let me know. I can factor it in next year. Uh, But those three generally have their best picture odds out by uh, early October. So I put all that together, sort it all out, and that's where I kind of get my list of everything I think that I need to see or want to see or what might be winning. So let's just go down the list in order. And I'll give you some thoughts on each as I remember them. Now, as we go down the list, here's the truth about this. I make a lot of notes. We may come to one where I'm going to have to be more like, guys, I know this title. I know I watched it, but I'm blanking on what it was about. Let's see if that happens as we go through it. Uh, We won't spend a lot of time at the top. We've talked about Oppenheimer on the show. It is number one, Killers of the Flower Moon, number two, Barbie, number three. I think your best picture winner barring some sort of coda, you know, last second push, which might happen. Uh, One of those three is probably going to win best picture. The other competitors are the holdovers. We haven't talked about that on the show, so I'll just say I loved this movie. I think Paul Giamatti is uh, amazing in it, and it's kind of a throwback kind of flick uh, that I really, really like. This is one of my favorites of the year. I really enjoyed the holdovers. It just does what it wants to do, um, and that is to both entertain and move, and I was entertained and moved. Uh, American Fiction uh, just saw that recently. By the way, there will be a couple of these I'm, I'm uh, what's the word, embargoed on, but not many. I actually don't think many of these I'm embargoed on. Um, the, the, the Boys in the Boat, I think I'm embargoed on, and that may be it right now. So other than The Boys in the Boat, I'll, I'll say a few words maybe about a lot of these things. Uh, American Fiction, really good. My favorite thing about American Fiction, I found out in hindsight, because I don't watch trailers, that the trailer really promotes this kind of um, <clears throat> like big, uh, you know, kind of funny, like everybody's after this guy for the thing he's doing kind of movie, which I find really ironic because the movie itself is kind of the opposite of that. It's this really beautiful look at the lives, the varied and nuanced and beautiful lives of these people of color and deals with the idea that entertainment doesn't tell those stories, but instead focuses on stories of what it means to uh, be black or have blackness or those kind of things. I think this movie is brilliant. Uh, American fiction is really, really good. Uh, Really, really enjoyed that. Maestro, like I said, got to go see that uh, with Netflix. Uh, And I say that for a couple of reasons. Number one, it was a lot of fun. Number two, because it can... um, factor into how you see a movie can factor into your initial feelings on it. Now, my goal is when I'm invited on these things is to enjoy them and then continue to process the movie in hindsight. And I've been doing that with Maestro and I still think it's genius, genius movie making from Bradley Cooper. Uh, You might find it a little full of itself. 
Like its artistic flourishes might feel a little too much for you, but I kind of loved them. And really the heart of this movie is the music. I'm kind of sad that most people will watch this on Netflix because if you can get in a nice Dolby Atmos theater for this, like a really well calibrated Dolby Atmos the, uh, theater, there is a scene where the music alone brought me to tears. Um, I just think it's incredible. I think uh, both of the performances in here are amazing. The two main performances in here are amazing. I think Bradley Cooper is an absolute talent to watch behind the camera. Uh, there are half a dozen at least moments in this movie that have stuck with me because of the way that he decided to shoot them. The points he was making with some of the transitions or some of the shot compositions, like it's really smart stuff. Really loved it. Uh, past lives has been out a while, uh, and we've talked about that. So I don't need to go into that too much more, uh, than we did then anatomy of a fall. We've also talked about here air is up there, uh, and, uh, the air up there is fine. Uh, I really, I really enjoy air. I'm glad to see it's getting a little bit of love. I don't think it will compete for best picture, but it's, uh, certainly in the top contenders salt burn. got a chance to see salt burn. This is perhaps the most, uh, what's the word? Hmm. I don't know of the exact word I'm looking for, but this is, this is the most, I don't want to say objectionable. I don't want to say uh, offensive. It's not either of those things to me. Um, it's just deals with a lot of really intense human behavior, uh, in the same way that something like Babylon does, um, or, or a movie of that, that, now, these are completely different movies. I'm not saying that this is Babylon. It is not Babylon. It is a movie about greed, in my opinion, and the pursuit of wealth and how disgusting that can be and how perverse that can be. Uh, great performances. Kigan is great. Um, I really liked Saltburn. I did, and that might surprise some people, but um, I thought Saltburn was was really well done. May December is one that's getting a lot of love that uh, I just didn't quite enjoy as much as I, I think my peers did. I think the performances are a little off to me, and I'm not sure that what the movie is saying uh, is resonating with me uh, in any interesting way um, because there's such a an actual moral issue at the center and you can hear that in the title the may decembers you know in this case is about uh i believe a teacher uh who ends up having a sexual relationship with a student and they are still together and that is such a big moral issue that the fact that the movie doesn't really wrestle with that at all is a miss for me the movie actually is much more interested in how entertainment or the idea of pop culture or the idea of those kind of things layers over this ickiness uh, in another icky way. So it's like icky on top of icky. I get what it's trying to do here, I think. Uh, it just didn't quite resonate for me. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is next. We've talked about that. Um, I will not be nominating Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in any picture categories. Um, and I don't know that I've talked about that on this podcast. Uh, it is not a full movie. And I can't in my 
perception find a way to go Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, best animated film of the year, when it's not a film? I don't know what it's saying. I don't know what the overall point will be because it's all still to be resolved. It sets up some interesting moral conundrums. It sets up some interesting character development yet to be paid off, yet to be resolved. But in itself, it's not a movie. And so I will not nominate it as a movie. I just can't find my way uh, through that conundrum. And I understand the other side of that argument. I'm fine with people making that and and coming at me about that. That's fine. I just will not be nominating Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse in film categories. Acting, that's different. Uh, score, that's different. All of those things are parts of the movie that can be pulled out and assessed and uh, awarded on their merit. But when you're dealing with the film, you're dealing too much with story, character, all those kind of things for me to uh, give it much weight. Asteroid City, you know I love. We've talked about that. Nyad, I don't remember if I mentioned that. I may have uh, done a buried treasure on it. I'll just quickly say it's <clears throat> really heartwarming and moving. Uh, and I, I think it's good. I think it's really good. Uh, dumb money. I didn't like as much as most people, although I did think it what it was doing was interesting. I think we have a review on that. The burial. Not sure if I talked about this one. This is Jamie Foxx, uh, courtroom drama. I think it's really, really good. Check it out. I think that's on prime, uh, and is, is well worth watching. Rustin, uh, I haven't talked a lot about, uh, this is a performance movie. I don't think this movie is actually at the level of a lot of these movies are, but the central performance, Coleman Domingo, I believe is the central performance as Rustin is so good that it elevates this movie into the conversation. But I think this is really about Coleman. Uh, if you're talking about this movie, boys in the boat embargoed, won't talk about that. That's the George Clooney movie, the killer. Uh, you might find it interesting. We did talk about this. I My love for the killer has increased so much over the last few weeks. Uh, and the reason for that is I continue to see the art and what is going on here. Um, I think I was in the wrong state of mind when I watched this. Uh, and that's its own valid experience. And many people can have that experience. And I'm glad I talked about that experience. But once I realized that what we are dealing with here is not a transition of a um, <clears throat> assassin who is an expert and exquisite and one of the best assassins ever and is a transformation to a less <clears throat> reasonable or less perfect assassin. And once I realized it really is about a an assassin who thinks they are amazing and aren't, like the whole movie is about that, uh, once I realized it was kind of like glass onion for assassins where the idea of, uh, you know, whatever it be, the, 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 uh, the internet, um, dot com kind of stuff where it's just like fake it till you make it like, it's kind of a commentary. And I think a lot of that is in the text. A lot of that is like, where's he getting food from McDonald's? Like the, you know, the, the, what, you know, where's he get his stuff from Amazon? Like there's all these big ideas of uh, our culture and that it honors like this idea of somebody rather than the actuality, which is that we're all flawed, stupid humans doing flawed, stupid stuff a lot of the time. And that doesn't, um, 
you know, that doesn't change when you're an assassin. Um, I've really kind of been falling in love with the killer. Uh, the creator, I've not been falling in love with. I still think that movie is overrated. The Boy in the Heron. Uh, this is Miyazaki's latest. Um, I thought this was beautiful. This is a fantastic movie, in my opinion. I think Miyazaki is just operating on a whole nother level of animated storytelling. He's not concerned, like it's not the Pixar thing, right? Like the Pixar thing is story and characters and story first, story first, story second, story third, story fourth, and probably story fifth. That's Pixar. And I get how that creates really great movies. But Miyazaki is more like emotions first. Uh, What is the animation making me feel? Where is it taking me? Yes, there's a story. Sure, there's a plot. Yes, something's going on. And it's moving, I think, but it's not moving because the story takes, you know, a turn here that you weren't expecting. It's moving because the visuals are teaching us. The visuals are taking us. Plus, it's just this fantasy world that he's building for us. Um, So pretty amazing stuff with the boy and the heron. Uh, Fair play we've talked about. Um, I thought that was a great movie until I didn't. I don't need to ha- rehash that very much. Blackberry is great. An earlier movie from this year that you, if you haven't checked out, please check it out. Um, I think one of the best of the those kind of technology, true story kind of movies we got this year. Are You There, God? It's Me. Margaret is great. I don't know if we've talked about that. I can't remember, but it's a, it's a really, really touching, great coming-of-age story. Um, foe, uh, is one that I don't think we've talked about on this one. And foe is an interesting one to talk about because it's so hard. It's so hard for me to decide if I want to focus on the technology of the movie, like the futurism of the movie or the acting in the movie. I think Paul Mescal and Saoirse Ronan are, doing pretty amazing Midwest accents, Midwest performances in this movie. But it doesn't add up to much when the futurism doesn't really have anything to say that hasn't been said before. I was not a big fan of Foe, uh, nor was I a big fan of Fingernails, um, which I believe you can see uh, um, on Prime as well. Um, Not big on that one. Um, And then we're kind of getting into ones that are kind of hit and miss as we kind of uh, you know, get to this, you know, thirties in the list, those kind of things. So, um, she came to me. I don't have a lot to say about thousand and one is beautiful. Um, that's, that's worth a watch. Bo is afraid. We had that conversation. Go listen to that podcast. Uh, Chevalier has one of the best opening scenes of the year. And then the movie doesn't really do that. It's doing something different, which is also kind of good, but not as good as what was promised by the opening scene, in my opinion. Elemental is phenomenal. Uh, I think Pixar uh, is in top form with Elemental. I love it. Flaming Hot, um, I did not enjoy. I mean, it's it's kind of a feel-good story, but none of it is true. Like It's it's like whole cloth from the mouth of a liar is my understanding of Flaming Hot, and that makes it hard to enjoy. Uh, Flora and Sun, I didn't enjoy as much as uh, you know many people did. In that way, Joyride, I didn't enjoy as much as people did. Theater Camp, however, I loved. Um, That is, I think we're around 35 now. Um, Blue Jean is beautiful and interesting and has something to say, but it just didn't quite resonate with me uh, in in a major way. Pain Hustlers, I thought, was uh, just a complete miss. I, I don't know what the point of that movie... Like, that movie... 
is it trying to is it trying to build empathy for the people who push opioids into our like I just that movie's weird, man. I don't I don't understand what that movie was trying to do. Some decent performances in there. I just don't get it. Um, Golda completely missed me. Um, Monica also wasn't one that uh, hit me in big ways. And then after that, um, I don't know that we need to go into all these. I'll just kind of scan and see if there's any I really want to talk about uh, as we kind of finish up this uh, Sift Swift. And I don't really think there are any more. Maybe you hurt my feelings. I thought that was pretty good. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, so... Uh, of those remaining, uh, you hurt my feelings is probably the one I would mention here. I'll just go through the ones I'm not going to talk about shortcomings showing up, uh, Cassandro, Carmen, American symphony, the Royal hotel haunting in Venice creed three. You can check out the reviews on both of those, uh, El Conde, um, which was a vampire story, uh, which was a vampire metaphor. I should say that just didn't quite work for me. Master gardener, um, I liked a little bit of Master Gardener. I, I appreciate appreciated what it was trying to do. I just only work completely. Um, but yeah, you hurt my feelings is probably the one out of those uh, that I would recommend. So there you go. That's kind of my life for the month of October and November is just watching all of these movies. Well, you know, poor me, right? Get out the world's smallest violin for the guy that has to watch movies all the time. Um, but, uh, but there's some good stuff there. So if any of that intrigues you note it down letterbox, if you, if you use letterbox has a great watch uh, list feature that you can mark stuff on. If you don't use letterbox, whatever you use to determine like the movies that you want to see, uh, go ahead and mark them down. Um, I'm excited to get back to talking about some of this stuff. Again, we will be off for next week. Uh, I'll, I'll be on another trip and then hopefully we'll be back for a few weeks before Christmas. Um, and get to talk about some of these movies that are coming out. So there you go. Thank you for uh, hanging out with me today. Uh, I would do a um, a uh, buried treasure, but I feel like I just did like thirty buried treasures. So I that doesn't really make as much sense. Maybe a not. Maybe I could do a buried treasure on a non awards movie competitor that I've watched recently. Maybe I could do that. Um, how about, uh, how to blow up a pipeline that's been out for a while and isn't really competing for too much wards, but I found that uh, really, really interesting. So there, there you go. There's your buried treasure. Thanks for hanging out with me today on Sif Pop. It is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can check out more about other shows on the network at studiodna.media or by searching Studio DNA in your podcast player. Huge thanks to Andrew, who usually hangs out with me. I really do appreciate you. Uh, huge thanks to producer Phil, who will produce this uh, audio show. And uh, thank you to you. Uh, appreciate you listening. Thank you to our Sif Pop members uh, who go on Sif Pop and kind of look at all the fun stuff we have there and then decide to support us. Starts at three bucks a month. You can check that out at patreon.com slash sifpop. You can also leave a rating or review uh, or a comment. That can be at Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. Or you can just email us at feedback at sifpop.com. And finally, if you're having a good time, your movie-loving friends will probably like the show too. So let them know about it. And that listening is much easier than watching a third of the movies that come out in the year in the last two months of the year. We'll be back uh, in a couple weeks, like I said, with some more of the stuff that's coming out, and we will talk to you then. Appreciate it. Love you all. Bye. Thank you.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.